There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When we imagine ancient civilizations like the Egyptians or Incas, we might think about their plush palaces and towering temples. But new research studying the nasty bugs that wriggled around in our ancestors' bellies might help to inform doctors' practice today. I caught up with Dr. Piers Mitchell, lecturer in biological anthropology at the University of Cambridge, to hear how discovering which parasites infected our ancestors might help us to treat severe allergy sufferers today. I've managed to do research that has for the first time, given a global view of what kind of parasites people would have had right throughout human evolution in Africa, and then what kind of parasites, when they left Africa and migrated around the world, they then managed to inadvertently acquire from the animals and the environment that they encountered. So where did you look for your evidence? Well, firstly, I looked for archaeological evidence in Africa and the many papers that have been published on this. And we looked at evidence for parasites in mummies, in human coprolites, which are fossilised faeces, and in the pelvic soil of burials where intestines would have been during life. And I've also used evidence from modern studies of non-human primates, such as gorillas, baboons, chimpanzees, and to look what kind of parasites they have. And when we fit all this evidence together, it can help us to understand what parasites we must have had throughout human evolution. So even though they don't survive, we can interpret what Australopithecines, what Homo erectus and other hominins in the past would also have suffered with. Knowing what our ancestors may have been infected with, what can we use that information for today? Firstly, it helps us to understand human evolution better. It helps us to understand how humans have been responsible for spreading disease around the planet for the last 100,000 years. So if we want to understand what life may have been like for a medieval British king or a Chinese emperor or a Aztec temple priest in the past, then we now know what kind of parasites they could have suffered with. But we can also use this to help us treat people with allergy problems today because over the last 10 years, people have realised that many allergies may be linked to the fact that we don't have parasites anymore. The immune system fights parasites with immunoglobulin E, IgE, and that's also the cause of most of the allergies that we have be it to do with asthma, eczema, and so on. And people have noticed that in the developed world in the last 50 years or so, there's been a significant increase in the number of people who have allergies. And so it's been hypothesized over the last decade that perhaps the fact that we don't have these parasites that we've been used to from an evolutionary sense, maybe that's why our IgE, having nothing to do anymore, is more likely to give us allergies. So as well as using this work to inform how we can treat allergies. Are there any other types of diseases, perhaps autoimmune diseases, that could possibly be affected by this work? There have been research trials that show certain kinds of inflammatory bowel disease, so inflammation in your intestines, can actually be helped by giving a low level of intestinal worms so that your immune system concentrates on the worms rather than inadvertently inflaming the lining of the bowel. If doctors are going to try and use parasites to treat extreme allergy or perhaps autoimmune diseases such as inflammatory bowel disease 
How will this recent discovery affect which parasites they may use? Well, it makes sense to focus on the kind of parasites we've evolved to have inside us rather than trying to do research to say if these new parasites that we've only been exposed to in the last few thousand years following recent migrations, if our genes are used to us having parasites in Africa, then surely we should concentrate on seeing if those parasites can be used to help switch off the overactive IgE that we have in our bodies if we have a bad allergy problem. Finally, what can you envisage being the next step The research that I'm doing is trying to investigate health in the past, so as well as looking at individuals like Richard III, who we published results from his intestinal parasites studies last week in The Lancet. We also want to understand better those parts of the world that we don't have much evidence for at the moment, so we know what life was like in past cultures. And in particular, I'm interested in research for the early cities and towns and settlements in the Middle East to see how changing from hunter-gatherers to settling to grow crops and farm animals living in a town may have affected the kind of parasites that our ancestors would have had in the past. So there we have it. Soon, patients might be going back to their ancestral roots and providing a home for one of the ancient parasites that have been infecting humans for millennia, all to try and control those nasty allergies. <laughs>